Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by Sanjeev Baskar, actor currently in Unforgotten, back on our screens. Yes, yeah, old friend the of the show, series. which he likes. Yeah, it was lovely to see him. Big Liverpool fan as well. Um, Andy has become slightly obsessed with the descriptions of the specialist subjects in Mastermind. And off the back of that, Andy is trying out his own specialist subject. <laughs> We're yet to find one he specialises in. Yeah, bad, but maybe mate. today was different. <laughs> uh, you'll hear that. And oh, we had a bit of a chat, didn't yeah. we, about various things. A bit of chat about Chelsea last night. Yeah. yeah so strange. I think that should do you. Um, plus the clips of the month. Yeah. Here it all is. <laughs> Super, Super Graham, Super Graham Potter. Oh, yeah, they all change their <laughs> minds very, very quickly. Fickle bunch football fans, yeah. not just Chelsea fans, all of us, really. All he did was just do what Jason and I have been talking about for about the last three or four He's weeks. been listening. I hope so, because he, he just did three things. He played a back three, yeah. which is Chelsea's best system. Mm-hmm. He mixed it up. He didn't go from the back every single time. Yeah. They went long, they went short, you know, and, and it was... That is the way to go in modern yeah. football, and uh, and he had his best personnel available, and he played them in their best positions. Yeah, it's a simple game when you do all that, and it, they deserve to win. They were, but to be fair to him, circumstances have meant he's not always been able to no, do all of those. That's very true, but he hasn't helped himself. I mean, there was a statistic that since James and Chilwell had come back before last night, they'd only put in four crosses using a back four. Yeah, so you know that that's not good. So. No. You know, but fair enough. Cucurella was great last night, wasn't Cucurella, he? Well. He benefited he from, I think, new dad syndrome. He's just had a baby and he was yeah. very happy. And maybe it was tricky in the last nine months. Maybe that's what affected his form because yeah. he certainly played like the Cucurella of Brighton last night. Yeah. Really, really they good. They didn't really, for that last 20 minutes, they didn't really lay a glove. They didn't have any clear chances. There was about one save kept right at the make yeah. from a deflection. But they they didn't really, they had the ball in and around the box. Yeah, they no, didn't Chelsea, create a Chelsea lot. Chelsea defended they? well. Fafana looked good. And uh, yeah, they, they were good. Uh, I didn't personally. Personally, think it was a penalty. No, I mean it. This you can see it does drive you mad, and and our our very own Eric Dyer is kind of one of the real exponents of this. I think Jonathan Lew in the Guardian said he looks like you know a sort of a a duke walking round the ground, (laughs) always walking around with your hands behind your back. With your hands behind your back. But um, you can see why defenders do it because you wouldn't have said his arm went out to the ball. It was his arm in an unnatural position. You know, like they said on telly. You know, if you look at it in slow mo, it does look like. But very funny for Peter Warren because he positively jumped off the fence, saying it wasn't a handball. Yeah, and then he. 
positively had to jump back on again straight away when he was wrong. Yeah. He said, well, the hand isn't in the natural position. You think, well, you just said it was. So, you know, it was... It was uh, and the, to try the same penalty again, I thought, and he nearly missed it. I thought, blimey, that takes a bit of front. Yeah. But uh, to be fair to Peter Walton, his ex- explanation of the uh, encroachment thing was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty cool. but, I mean, it was interesting. Dale Johnson mm. from ESPN, Mr. VAR, we often turn to, gave other examples of encroachment uh, that weren't given the Jack Grealish penalty uh, that wasn't given when a player encroached and cleared the ball, uh, and they didn't they didn't retake it. So it's, the, it's for all sorts of yeah they got the breaks they did reasons. get the breaks but on the other hand you know they they haven't had a lot of luck lately yeah. and, they, and they, were, they were the yeah. better team they were the both better teams team, yeah. they deserve to go so through. there we are um, quarterfinals Andy anything well, can happen anything can happen from here is it a spring they, ball well not if they play Manchester City it won't be judging no. by the last two games against them um, question of the day though for Watford technical director Ben Manga uh, what's his favourite style of cartoon animation yeah that's that's, that's a, a very very good <laughs> question good question yeah, yeah. and and uh, Martin Samuels has got a great headline. It says, in his column in the Times today, it says, why we'd all love it if Arteta won the league with kids. Uh, when you say all, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there may be some fans at one or two other clubs. You may not think that. Yeah. A, Martin Beer, the tallow man who I met on Saturday. Oh, he's he said back. to me, He gets he, a lot of mentions. I know, he's very Martin happy. Martin Beer, the tallow man. <laughs> he, said he'd be, he, said he'd, yeah, he said to me... Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a, it sounds like a folk song. Martin Beer. <laughs> Yeah, the tallow man, doesn't it? Doesn't it? it does Sounds really. like one of those. It does. And he said to me, "Don't you think?" This is, be- sorry, this is. We should point out you weren't listening Monday, and he was in a toilet in Buenos Aires. I mean, he wasn't hanging around in it. He just, <laughs> he just happened to go to the toilet. Normal length of time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just, normal length of time to do what you need. To. No, no more than three quarters of an hour, officer. That's all. That's what he claimed when they turned up. Anyway, with the van. But um, no, and and this. Guy came up to him and he said, hello, you Andy Jacobs? You're not expecting that in Buenos Aires, I mean, You're not you? really, no. But um, he got chatting. He said, I'm Martin Beer. I'm in tallow. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and we did a lot of stuff on... We won't, we won't go down that route. We found out a lot about tallow on Monday. We, you know, we'll leave it there. But anyway, anyway this is who we're talking about, Martin Beer tallow, man. He, he did say to me, Wouldn't, don't you think it'd be great if Arsenal won the league? I went, no, not really. <laughs> he said, no, but it would be good, wouldn't it? And I said, well, you know, for you, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. So f- fair enough, really. Um, what else have we got here? Yeah, uh, I've got a couple of things oh, to yeah. run past the listeners. Okay. We're going to have a chat with DJ Cuddles later. Oh on. yeah, um, he has done a, the Cheltenham Raw Mega Mix mm. for the festival next week, and we'll be chatting to him. Um, but Marcus Armitage, the former jockey turned journalist in the Telegraph, in his column writing today. Um, he said, it, it reminded me of the confusion surrounding a Cheltenham preview night in the Borders last year when Broadway-based trainer DJ Jeffries. They just happen to be his initials. <laughs> they call him DJ. I don't know if say his first name's Dan or whatever. But DJ Jeffries was on the panel and they put it on a board outside yeah. and quite a few people turned up thinking, <laughs> what time does his set start? <laughs> they thought um, they thought he was going to put on a set. So I just wondered if your initials have ever got you in trouble. I mean, if you're David Raymond or David Robert, you're DR, aren't you? People mm. might think you're a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever had any true, yeah. initial-based confusion? No, My initials are like AI. Nobody thinks I'm artificially intelligent. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're quite artificial, but you're certainly not intelligent. That's very true. So, um, yeah, if, uh, initial uh, issues we'd like to hear about this afternoon. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Huzzah! After two years. You're right. Yes. What does that mean? It means hooray. Oh, no, but why did you do it? Well, I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay. 
It was very Alan Partridge. It was a preface to the next bit. Okay. I'm not expecting you to interrupt there me, but I should have known after 23 years that you would. <laughs> too long pause for it to not feel like com- when I was in the loop. <laughs> convoluted. Really. That's Any- what the police said, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Got off with a caution, apparently. What's caution? What is caution in one, is it? In, in Spanish, I mean. Cuidado, that's be careful, isn't it? I don't know. What okay, well, he probably said that as well. Okay. So, go on, carry on. Anyway. After two years of running mm. exactly the same advert every day, yes, we're so out of date. We we're talking about what, how well he'd done in 2021. Our man in the know, Alex Gorry, has changed his ad. Oh, good. Ten winning months from twelve in 2022, and off to a flyer in 2023. He said, uh, he, said <laughs> he finally. He, what did he say here? Uh, he said, "Oh yeah, whatever you do, don't miss our weekend bets, especially on a Saturday." Well, what's wrong with Sunday? I won't bother with those. Yeah, don't bother with those. Well, there's only a way, and one way to react to that, and that is you need the pause. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Your obsession with Mastermind, uh, the TV show, obviously, Absolutely. continues. Mm. Um, so, you watch this week, did you? you I've watched this week. You yeah. become obsessed with Clive Myrie and the way he describes <laughs> I know. the the specialist subjects that people do. He's, he just sort of overdoes it, really. And I think sometimes it's necessary. In fact, to be fair to me, there was one this week I, I didn't know who the subject was, and I thought, well, that's quite what useful. What was it? The the Heritides or something that some ancient king. The Heritides. I, I can't remember his name. Okay. I didn't write it down. I never heard of him, so I thought that was fair enough. But uh, this week's selection includes one that's absolutely. I'll save it to last. It's incredible. Mm. Uh, but we start with uh, your specialist subject and the president. The plays of Tennessee Williams. Oh. And Clive says, the works of the Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright born Thomas Lanier Williams III in 1911. So not Tennessee Williams the plumber then. (laughs) God. Oh, yes. Honestly, he's backed up. I don't know what to do. I'll give Tennessee Williams a call. He'll definitely come round in his van. He does an emergency call out. He does. He's great on a roof. Anyway, he's fantastic. The yeah. Lives and careers. See what you got up there. <laughs> what I've got up there, pal. Is, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The lives and careers mm. of the. No, no, I'll do this one first. Go on then. NBA MVP winners, 2000 to present. And honestly, Clive's explanation. The basketball players voted to have performed the best over each season. He didn't of say North, like that, didn't he? He didn't. Performed the best over each season of North America's top league. So not the award for Plumber of the Year, then. <laughs> I think you're far too harsh on him, really. This one. This one, he, he didn't really even bother with this one. Mm. The li- Your specialist subject, US First Ladies, 1945 to present. The wives of the acting president. So <laughs> the, is it, is it, is, well, he yeah. says, the lives and careers of the most recent holders of the office of First Lady of the United States. Okay. Well, it's not even trying. So not the American version of Dick Kerr ladies, then. <laughs> Nice. And this nice one. on International Women's Day. This one, beautiful. Finally. Yeah. And your specialist subject, John Lennon. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's oh, no. He's <laughs> not, is he? <laughs> yes. The life and works of the musician, artist, writer, and member of the Beatles. Seriously, Clive. So not John Lennon and Sons of the Butchers <laughs> in the High Street. It's fantastic, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> well, I always go on next door, but they recommended to come round and clear me drains, either John Lennon or Tennessee Williams. And I didn't know quite who to go with. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well. 
Keep it up. He, he's doing very well, but uh, <laughs> so no, he did very well. Also, you've you've been looking to try and find a specialist subject that you can answer questions yeah. on, haven't you? I have. And every week, I mean, what did you do slightly better on than the others? Restaurants, I think. Yeah, I think you did slightly better on sort of posh food ingredients. Yeah, I've gone great hotels of the world. Great hotels of the world, Andy Jacobs, <laughs> uh, specialist subjects. <laughs> I don't know why. These are some of the best hotels uh, in yeah. the universe, in the, in the world. Yeah, okay, okay um, here we go. Your time starts now. What is the name of the Black Pyramid Hotel opened in 1993 in Las Vegas? Oh, um, oh, 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 I do. Got a minute. Oh, it's a, it's it's, got, it's named after the bloke who owns it. Oh. I can't no, pass. Uh, unless it's a bloke called Reg Luxor. <laughs> it's called Luxor. Sorry, um, I'm thinking of a different Not one. the plumber, Reg Luxor. <laughs> Reg Luxor. Which five-star hotel... Five-star? Which five-star <laughs> hotel in Mayfair, London... London, of course, yeah. thank you, Clive. <laughs> ...has long-standing connections with royalty and is sometimes referred to as an annex to Buckingham Palace. Brown's Hotel? Nice, no, Claridge's. Yeah. Uh, where would you be if you stayed at the famous colonial-style luxury Raffles Hotel? Singapore. Yeah, that's right, correct. Uh, Burj Al Arab Hotel in Dubai is structured to represent the shape of what practical object? Oh, it's a sort of shape like D, isn't it? But it's in, it's going. I can draw it for you. No, that's not much good, is <laughs> it, to me? Uh, what would that be? A harp. No, it's a boat sail. It's oh, the idea. Right. <laughs> next to the water. Um, yeah, which famous hotel? Which famous hotel was the first hotel in the world to offer room service? The Savoy. The Waldorf Astoria. Which luxury London hotel was built by Richard Doyley Cart? That's one for the rhyming slang. That is the Savoy, isn't it? Um, yes, Richard Doyley Cart with profits from his Gilbert. Oh, oh yeah, Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah, that's right, the, the Savoy. Uh, which <laughs> you doily carted. Yeah, <laughs> you doily carted, Andy. Um, well done. Which uh, New York hotel located on Fifth Avenue in Central Park South was the setting for films such as Funny Girl and Home Alone 2, <sighs> Lost in New York? Oh, I should know this, for goodness sake. I've even yeah. stayed And a Neil, Sim uh, Neil oh. Simon film where they made different stories, actually. That in is so annoying, because I've stayed there and I can't think of the name of it. Okay. okay. Well, Sorry, by, Clive. By this, you know, you would have been long gone by now. The Plaza. Uh, oh, the Plaza. Francois Dupre Plaza built suite. and owned which legendary hotel in 1928? Francois Dupre. Where is it? <laughs> well, it's quite a French-sounding name. Okay. Have a guess. The Ritz. No, it's uh, George Sank. Oh, I meant the George Sank. Oh, OK, well, that's, I, don't, I don't know that. Can't say that to Clive Mayer. Well, that's not what I meant. Which was the first Indian hotel to have electricity, American fans, Turkish baths, German elevators and English butlers? The Taj. Yeah, well done. And uh, which, which nice. Los Angeles hotel was welcomed? Marilyn Monroe, John Wayne, Richard Burton, Elizabeth Taylor. I've started to finish. Beverly Hills. Guests, Beverly Hills Hotel. How many did he get, John? Wasn't About stunning, was four, it? four, I think. Three or four. One he, one he threatened to draw. The other one said, well, that's what I meant. Oh, you'd be a nightmare. You'd be a nightmare. I'm turning the chair over as you walked out of the studio. Anyway, the it's time now. The career of Andy Jacobs. The, <laughs> the former radio presenter, disgrace radio presenter, after that incident in the Buenos Aires toilet. <laughs> Let's bring you the clips of the month for February. Yes, we've got six clips. We only had two weeks' worth because you were away and I was mm. away, so we've, and it was a short month. So we've got, about out of that, we've got six clips. So Good you can go to yeah. at TSHNJ, T-S-H-A-N-D-J, 
and you'll be able to vote for your favourite. We've got two semi-finals of three. Just vote for your favourite, and as we say, we'll give you the finalists. And uh, a little bit later on, we will play the winner. So let's bring you the clips first. Andy, you want to kick us off? Yeah, we start with breakfast, where Alan Brazil and Ali McCoist set Gabby Agbonahor a quiz on West End musicals. Drew back the curtain. What a tune, by the way. What a tune. He's got it. He's got it. Joseph and the Technical Dreamcoat. That's it. Joseph and the Technical Dreamcoat. We always have. Not one of those vests that the players wear when they take their shirts off. Gets all the data on it. Also, transfer guru Alex Crook joined um, Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent on Drive and have ahead of deadline day. Listen, Cookie, always a pleasure. You'll be in our studio tomorrow. You, what will you be doing? Popping in every 15 minutes or so? Keeping keep us up to date? I think that's the plan. Okay. Have, you, have you got the bong ready? Does explain his quite laid back style, Alex, doesn't it? Forgot really? all the news that he had. <laughs> yeah. on, I'm starving. What's next, then? It's uh, Paul Ross on the Overnight Show Extra Time, who strayed from sport momentarily to chat to Richard Sabin from the National History Museum. Have you got a particular, a particular favourite skeleton? Do you know, uh, my favourite specimen, unsurprisingly, is from a cetacean, and it's actually the inflated, dried stomach of a sperm whale. You are. <laughs> There's not the sort of thing you expect to hear on... That's probably the only time the dried, inflated stomach of a sperm whale has been used on TalkSport, I would hazard a guess. I think Moose had one in the, in the microwave. Hello, hello, Jamie, hello, Jason. He played like the stomach of a... Yeah, I won't go into that. Uh, this is uh, Times Rugby uh, correspondent mm. Stephen Jones, who had a interesting turn of phrase, a good recovery, mm. really. I mean, Gregor Townsend must be absolutely... Like a dog with two ears this mo- this morning. I don't think it's two ears, is it? I mean, don't think <laughs> it's two Most ears. Most dogs do have two ears. That's, don't they, that's really? not the phrase, is it? No, not really. Uh, what's next, Andy? It's Alan Brazil now who was discussing Connor Ben. Ben was duty for for Eubank Jr. Failed a drug test ahead of the fight. Uh, and this is as clomiphene can be used to enhance the production of testosterone. Testaly. Hang on. Can enhance testaly, apparently. So, And finally, in the world of radio, us presenters are encouraged to tease the listener with our upcoming content. So you stick around to listen after the commercial break. Fair enough. And there's no one better at making sure you stay put than our own Laura Woods. And good luck to Kate as well, yeah. who um, she could go into labour at any minute. You know, it could be early. You never know. Uh, don't go anywhere. After the break, we're going to be going live to a car park. Well, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> don't touch that dial. Live to a car park. You've got me, Laura. <laughs> Absolutely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs here on TalkSpot. That, of course, is the theme tune to Unforgotten, the ITV drama series. And we're delighted to say, making a welcome return to the studio, friend of the show, Liverpool fan actor Sanjeev Bhaskar. Thank, Thank you very much. It's lovely kind of, to see you. Well, it's lovely to see you both. And it's uh, what a lovely phrase a friend of the show is. And I'll, you know, I'll take that as well. Well, now you've always very been very supportive. Right? You've always joined us. Mm. So we, we always appreciate it. It's always yes, good you come to see in, when in, in bad times for Liverpool. So this is a perfect week for you to come in. Let's be honest. <laughs> We'll come on. We'll, we'll come, come on, on to that. Liverpool in a minute. We just we he was quite honest off air to say had we lost seven 0 I may not have been here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's start with Unforgotten, which uh, two episodes in so far. Although I've got to be honest, uh, I'm a big fan of the shows. You know, as is Andy, and uh, I'm now five in. And I saw Chris oh, yeah. Lang, mm-hmm. the uh, the writer of the series, saying to people, you know, go to ITV uh, X and watch mm. the episodes. But don't tell anybody what's happening because that's always the danger when you can yeah. binge this stuff. You can ruin it for other people. Yeah, yeah, and, and especially with social media. And mm-hmm. uh, and if you've really liked it or really hated anything, actually, that's the place where you go and let people know what you think. So I think people have been, certainly on my timelines, they've been incredibly restrained. Mm. Uh, and in fact, it was one of the other actors that kind of gave away a bit of a spoiler a couple oh, of weeks really? ago and I kind of go yeah I don't think you can say that and you kind of deleted it immediately <laughs> oh, but it's yeah but you want to talk about it and you want to share it and that's I mean that was you know the whole thing I mean listen I'm I'm analog person yeah. you know um, uh, maybe like both of you in that you know we grew up at a time when watching TV was a communal mm. thing and you know if you missed the beginning of it you had to ask someone what happened you couldn't go back there was no catch-up there was no mm. recording it and so uh that whole sense of everybody watching something and then everybody discussing it for a week which is what happened and and you know has happened until recently is is there's a particular delight in that but also we live in a different time where people yeah. need to manage their time differently and if they've got all six they'll watch all yeah six. some shows are still holding back which i quite like but you you've had a cast change and it struck me that replacing nicola walker was a bit like replacing sir alex ferguson and yet she's done a great job <laughs> i think yeah. well let's hope we don't have as many kind of changes in that <laughs> yeah. position yeah. yeah but it's not easy following in the footsteps of somebody that's so yeah, we, good we kind of should give a bit of background although mm. you don't it's almost spoiler that for people that may watch this series and think i'll go back and watch the mm. others but yeah um your your former co-star mm-hmm. Nicola Walker in the series is no longer in it, shall no. we say? Yeah, and that's right that's at the very core of of this fifth series, isn't it? With a, yeah, a new person coming on to work yeah. with you, it is. It is. I think you know. It, it, it is. To, <clears throat> I know we're trying to be very careful with our language yeah. around it, but the first 
seen uh, in this new series, if people have watched it, is that I am sitting by a grave. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, that's a bit of a giveaway. I, don't mind, I, mean, I, don't wanna, I just didn't want to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and you're suffering quite a lot of grief in these early episodes. Yeah, I think, so. I think what yeah. was the, the interesting thing that, that uh, Chris Lang decided to do was to kind of go, what would it be to take... Because there was such a reaction to yeah. uh, Cassie Stewart, Nicola's character, uh, meeting her end at the end of the last series. Mm. Um, that uh, Crystal, what would what it what would it be like to take my character through mm. what the audience might be thinking? Yeah, mm. and so you know, I'm grieving as the audience were grieving for her. Uh, there's a new uh, person who's come in, played by brilliantly by Sinead Keenan, mm. uh, who I don't like. Yeah. Who the audience don't like the character. So, you, you're the character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll make the we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get onto her later. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's and so it's an interesting kind of, and a couple of people on Twitter certainly did mention the fact mm. that they felt better because I was going through what they were going through. Yeah, yeah. and so there's a slight kind of slightly strange catharsis about that, but also very smart from Chris to kind of go. Yeah, mm. let's just reflect what the and, audience thinks. And your character has developed and developed, hasn't it, over the series? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of you've seen more of him, and mm. I, I suppose certainly, uh, you know, I'm carrying a lot more kind of emotional weight in mm. this series than any of the previous ones. Is that in the backpack, the emotional weight? I take it. <laughs> That's it's always on your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get that off your back. If people don't know, the back, you should explain yeah, why the, the, the backpack, backpack has become, become quite infamous. Mm. The, the the production team feel you're, you're always carrying the backpack around. It's right. one of your things in, as a character in the show. And you, you told us a couple of series in that they, they were just having fun with it. They were just putting stuff in it, all sorts of right. weird, random stuff. Well, the thing, you know, any bag when you're carrying it around has to look like it's got something in it. Mm. And uh, so they just filled it with random stuff. I told them to go wild, and they most certainly did. So <laughs> uh, I would not look, and still don't, across this series as well, don't look inside it for the entire day that I'm carrying it. Mm. And then at the end of the day, I'll open it up, take out, all the stuff and then take a picture of it and then stick it on on social media so i've done that this time i put them on a a, a platform called we are eight this time first but i'll put it on the others later but it's a uh, um what was interesting about it is that it just became its own thing and mm. the weird thing is i thought you know it's a serious show it's a dramatic show will people just not take the show seriously if i kind of put this stuff on there but people have done that thing you know why should i have been surprised of just separating the two yeah. and going yeah. And actually, what they, I think what they get, or I hope what they get from the backpack contents, apart, apart from it being silly, is that it's a really happy show. Mm. It's kind of people are having fun, you know. What's the, what's the best item, Sanjeev, that has come out of the best oh, backpack blimey. from your point of view? Is there anything that stands out? Oh, totally, but, I mean, it's kind of like there's, I mean, random stuff from a whole pineapple, tins of pilchards. <laughs> uh, there was a, a, a cocktail set, you know, with the shaking you know, the measuring thing. and yeah. It was all that stuff in there. I think the the one that still takes my breath away slightly was, I think it was a two-foot-high metal flamingo. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know how they got it into the bag. I, I took it out. Like the Ant Hill mob, like the old wacky racist. Step ladder. Just comes out of it. And so, mm. yeah, and this time, there are moving parts, there are things that flash. That kind of, I mean, I, it's really kind of, you know, yeah. quite bizarre. But Do, I wonder fun. if the producers ever given. Clog for the they come. We've got to have a meeting. They're spending too long thinking what's in the backpack. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's been it's been great, and that's it's been great to to have that ongoing in this series as well. Mm. 
The, the actual, I mean, the, the show itself, mm. if people have seen the show, they'll know it's it, it, everything else that's going on around your relationship and your new boss's relationship and the team is essentially kind of just what you want from the show, which is all these threads that are all kind of in the air that slowly all start to mm. fit together. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, I, that's, I mean, you know, cop shows and detective shows are a dime a dozen. I mean, there's so many of them. Mm. And that's good reason for why they're popular, because we love it. And we we are the detectives when we're watching these mm. things. And so uh, the interesting thing about this one, which I do think, you know, sets it apart from a lot of the others, is that we don't, there's no gunfights and car chases. So the tension really comes from character. And, and as you say, you know, at the beginning of every series, you're introduced to four people. You don't know what their connections are. Mm-hmm. And then slowly through the episodes, those strings will be pulled you know, closer and closer together. The one thing we do know is that at some point they're all going to be lying. Yeah. And, so, and the tension comes <laughs> from how and what point do you uncover those lies and what does that reveal mm. until, you know, in your last episode. And, and added out. to this is the tension of your new boss, which we can say being less enamoured with the sort of work your team does, these kind of historical cases mm. than maybe Cassie was. So you've got that yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of, you know, she's... And, and again, I think it was it was clever uh, and smart casting to mm. not do a like for like because... Uh, Cassie was kind of empathetic and you know people loved her and she was a softy but she could be tough and uh, Jess who's the new characters come in is just she doesn't know anybody anyway and so she doesn't really care for them she's got no history with them and um, and it was a new dynamic to come in but yeah. uh, you know um, I mean, you know it's not a spoiler to say that will change no, no, yeah, no. Once otherwise you just got angry people. Yeah, no, well, no, six no, that's, I, I can vouch for the fact that is that is the case, and the way it develops is is really interesting. So I've got one more to go, so I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, and no, I'm looking that. forward to the second one. Yeah. Following uh, you on Instagram, I know you take your work seriously as the Chancellor of the University of Sussex. You Indeed. do quite a lot there. You enjoy that, I think. I love it. Mm. I love it. It's kind of you know, you know, university isn't for everyone, and uh, neither should it be. But it's an extraordinary experience if you kind of engage with it because I do think there's very few occasions where you're surrounded by as many people of around your age from as as broad a background mm-hmm. as you have on a campus. And that's, you know, a, a glorious opportunity. And uh, and also the, the as Chancellor, you know, I hand out the degrees. And so uh, the, the incredible thing about that as any kind of family event is that you're celebrating kind of success and achievement and it's incredibly tangible in a room where you know you've got your mums and dads and grannies are there and sometimes the kids are there you know if they're sacrifices mature students. have been made that sort of thing mm. yeah, yeah. Yes, and you know and this mm. is the crowning glory of it i mean who knows what's going to happen beyond that point but it's not about that it's about that moment and it's it's an incredible privilege to be a part of you know footnote in their stories mm. now mm. um Although, you know, I think if they go on to greater success, they should just give me money. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, just should. a bit of a kickback. A yeah, small, small percentage. Otherwise, quite frankly, what's the point? Yeah. Anyway, we've held off long enough. Come on, let's yes. have a bit of gloating. Yeah, so 7-0. Um, I mean, no one saw that coming, did they? Do you know what? By the last one, I was watching it with my son. We were watching it at home on the telly. By the by, the time the last one went in, Bobby Firmino, you know, announced that mm. he's leaving. On he comes, scores a goal, which he really shouldn't have done. Uh, I think uh, De Gea was nutmegged, I think, in that particular thing. We both got up, punched the air, and almost, like, raised our arms, you know, forearms going up there, like we'd manifested this somehow. <laughs> because we'd done that thing of, oh, I hope he scores yeah. when he comes on. And then he does. And we thought, oh, we've made it happen. 
But um, yeah, that testimonial feel, which kind of made it worse for Manchester United. Yeah. Do you remember the yes. bloke who's going comes on, and <laughs> yeah. then someone falls over on purpose, and they get a soft penalty, <laughs> and the goalie lets it in. It felt a bit like a testimonial. Do you think goal. that's what De Gea did? I think he did. It's a really <laughs> unfortunate yeah. photo of De Gea. Where, uh, because it was a cold day, he's got his nose is really, really, he does look like a clown, doesn't he? I think in that photo. Oh, okay, well, it's yeah. a bit harsh. Sure, he's he's a very like fine goal. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you get that if a ball hit you in the face. Well, you yeah, would really, yeah. an instant clown. But it's just the league, isn't it? I mean, the league, Spurs beat City, then City beat Arsenal, then Wolves beat Spurs. It's just that sort of league. That every week there's mad results. But that was a truly shocking one. Yeah, I mean, I do, I mean, I do think it was a, a freak result. And it was. Uh, you know, I'm obviously very aware that Real Madrid put five past us at Anfield. Yeah. And then I was trying to think of, is there a difference? And I think the difference for me was, obviously, uh, Manu were away. But um, I don't, Liverpool didn't have the strongest team. Whereas I think Manu had pretty much their strongest team. They had the strongest squad there. So yeah. You know, I think Ericsson coming back. missing, isn't he? Yeah, Ericsson. Yeah, is, that's yeah, the only one. That's probably about you it. Know. Yeah, yeah. They've and been winning a lot of games with that team. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they have been. And I, it, it was the capitulation, actually. Because uh, the first half, I thought, was fairly even. Probably United probably shade, shaded it a little mm. bit. There's always a moment in a game. That moment was Rashford. If he'd put that in, <laughs> yeah. it's a completely different game. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, that's the thing that surprised me, and that was, and I, you know, I don't expect United to be beaten like that again. But it'd be interesting to see what happens to their mentality now, in terms of their confidence, and, and conversely for Liverpool, you know, I've been there before with kind of you know Bournemouth, I think wasn't mm. it uh, mm. the 9-0 or whatever it was, and it didn't kick on in the way that we expected. So any of those things can happen. I think the one uh, the optimism I had for Liverpool going forward is that it seemed like in that game and. Perhaps in the build-up, the two previous league games as well, is that there was a system that was seemed to be being set finally from playing kind of players in different positions or back line. Canate mm. coming in, I think, makes a huge difference at the back. But it's uh, and you've got um, uh, Diaz uh, and Thiago to come back. Yeah. And that'll be it. That'll be this version of Liverpool. And everyone's aware yeah, that they're going to strengthen the summer. in the summer. Yeah, yeah they have yeah. to. But, I, mean, uh, know, I think they players like Mount, I think Mount will go to Liverpool by the sound of it, what I'm hearing, unless he signs a new Mason contract. Mason Mount, yeah. Unless he signs a new contract with Chelsea. It looks How does that make you feel? Not happy, but, mm. you know, the, this is football, modern football. If your player doesn't want to sign, what can you if do? If you get you, Declan you, Rice, you won't feel too upset. No, you? but then, the, you know, then Liverpool yeah. might get Bellingham. I'm looking at Bellingham last night. He is a pretty special player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even in that game where they didn't get anything out of it there yeah. were moments from him where you kind of go he's how old yeah you know, he know, plays like amazing. someone who's kind of like you know the and everything about him even speaking after the game he doesn't you know he's has really anyone have, has anyone sort of carbon tested him <laughs> I mean maybe <laughs> it's not 2028 20, yeah, yeah. yeah it could so, be yeah so before we let you go you are sporting this quite spectacular beard and moustache uh, combo and it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, yeah as we established it's kind of like not quite Shakespearean not quite uh, D'Artagnan mm. and uh, not quite uh, you know Barry Gibb yeah, yes, it's, it's a bit sort of, of everything Frank yeah. Zappa it's got a bit of everything it's got a bit of everything you're right. yeah. playing anybody oh my goodness so we'll, wait, we'll await that next project <laughs> yeah. but for now Unforgotten Monday nights on uh, ITV1 and it's uh, 9 o'clock uh, two episodes in you can obviously watch those on ITVX or you can watch them all on ITVX but don't tell your mates 
what's happening. That's the key, isn't it? Well, Sanji, lovely to see you. Thank, thank you. Really thank appreciate you, you coming thank in. Thank you very much. And uh, we look forward to seeing the rest of the series. So thank you. Cheers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, we have our winning clip oh, from yeah. uh, the Clips of the Month for February. And the one, yeah, it, it was Alan. You love Alan. Of course. Um, uh, and Alan. it was Alan, uh, unable to say the word te- te- testosterone. Bama's duty-free for Eubank Jr. Failed a drug test ahead of the fight. Uh, and this is as clomiphene can be used to enhance the production of testosterone. You got there in the end with the test daily. So there we are, 62% of you voted for that. So thank you for everybody that voted. We'll have the clips of the week, a bumper crop. Next on Friday, won't we? Yeah, we've got quite a lot to get through. It's been a couple of weeks, so... They should be of a high quality, we hope. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We will do it all again tomorrow, myself and Charlie. But Andy, you'll pop up for the birthday spread. I knew Graham would come good. Yes, of course, of course you did. You're always you're always right behind him. Oh, yeah. Publicly, maybe not, but privately, I could oh, yeah. tell. So, do hope you can join me and Charlie tomorrow. Uh, from one if not the podcast will be available around four thanks for joining us you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 